Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Man on the Post Weekend Review. My name is Dave, and I'm joined this week by a triple threat of guests, starting with Simon O'Regan. How's it going? I am tremendously well. Uh, he's backed up by his Midlands colleague, Chris. Chris, how are you, sir? I'm not too bad, thank you. Jolly good. And making his return from paternity leave, we have Dr. Carl, not Kennedy. You're right, Dave, how are we? Yes, very well. I was uh, not shocked to see the uh, email come through this week saying you were cutting your paternity leave short following the mighty, <laughs> the mighty Toffees as 1-0 win, uh, which, 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 which we'll come it's on to. It's not a coincidence. It's, it's not, not coincidence. absolutely not a coincidence. Um, uh, right, let's start. With, let's rewind to Friday night. Uh, sorry, I know it'll be hazy for you. It always is. Um, <laughs> but those of us who weren't off our heads, we're watching Crystal Palace one, Tottenham Hotspur two. Um, anyone ever have a, anyone suffer through this? Yeah, I had to sit with Spurs fans watching. This. Oh goodness me, Chris. Well, I, I say I say that it came on in the pub I was in, and they left after wow. giving me loads of grief. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they left. But yeah, oh. I, I, saw, I saw I saw a bit of this, and to be fair, from the bits I saw, like I. I'm I'm still not sure how Spurs won this. Apart from the, the, I suppose the only answer is James Madison. Yeah, he was pulling the string as usual. Um, I think the reason they won this was Crystal Palace are the least ambitious team in the league. Um, they just they just do nothing. They just sit and wait to be beaten, and then eventually rouse themselves for like ten minutes of effort. Um, it's very. Uh, it's very dull. I know over the short. They seem to have all. They seem to have all the chances. From 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 what I saw, like every time I looked up, they were they were attacking. Yeah, I think in the first fifteen twenty minutes, they they forced a couple of saves, um, but then just reverted to standing and watching. Um, granted, like in a very organised form, but still standing and a lot of watching um, until eventually, Joel Ward, who I'm forever amazed, continues to play for Crystal Palace. He's been there right back for about 15 years now. Uh, he scored on goal, and then uh, and then um, Son scored, I think. He did. Not mistaken. Yeah, Good. And then absolutely nothing happened for a further 15 minutes, and then out of nothing, Jordan Ayew pulled one back, which the VAR spent half an hour trying to disallow. <laughs> which, which, which was a, a theme for this weekend. Well, <laughs> yeah. Did the, you... Um, did you see so Spurs' second goal? The build-up was pretty nice, but like when I saw it the first time, I, I, I remember thinking, "What the hell is Brennan Johnson doing?" That weird header, <laughs> like he lets the ball bounce in front of him, and then he just doesn't seem to know what to do. Then and just literally throws his body at it in such a weird way. 
And I've seen the pundits say, oh, it's a really good play because he keeps the ball moving. Like, and James Madison comes in, rescues it, and, and sets up some for the... Uh, well, gives it back to Johnson, who then sets up some for the for the second goal. But it's such a weird bit of play. Well, that's, this is this is the handball world we're living in. Um, we are now just over a quarter of the way through the season, and Tottenham are top of the league. Um, Don't say it. Are we worried about this yet, Chris? Oh. No, because... No, no. This isn't the first season Tottenham have existed. Mm, so, true. I mean, they've done they've done this before. I take a huge amount of comfort knowing that they are one defeat away from being fourth, which is very Tottenham, isn't it? Like the top of the league. But, yeah. But if they lose one game, they'll likely be fourth. I mean, I can live with that. But um, they are impressive in that they just keep finding ways to win, despite you know sort of playing in fits and starts. Like they're very rarely sort of blowing a team away for ninety minutes. Um, Carl, you've been, you've been watching all this with your feet up, I assume, doing nothing else. Um, how impressed are you with Tottenham? Are they, where do you see them challenging this season? Um, well, I remember we done our predictions with teams about 10 years ago. <laughs> um, and I, I genuinely thought they'd struggle this year. I, I, maybe I was just being a bit, um, bit bad blase over Ange because I just don't like him for obvious reasons. Um no, I have been impressed with them. Uh, obviously, they stole one against Liverpool. Go for, go for, go for, go for. They did play really well against Arsenal, to be honest. Um, sorry, Chris. Uh, I know they did. Um, they, 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 it's like, because I was thinking, who's he played? And I think they've played all of the teams. they played at the right time. I might have mm. been over picky, possibly. Possibly I am. But I watched the Luton game and I wasn't megally impressed because Luton basically had just done the best to lose the game. Um, I watched this game. I watched bits of this game, and my one take was: Will Hughes runs like he's in quicksand. He's <laughs> <laughs> another one. Is. Somehow he's still hanging done. on as a as a Premier League player. Somehow he's still there. Like. He's he's just done, isn't he? Um, but I've got to I've got to uh, agree with Chris there. Without James Madison, I think I think he'd struggle to win games because he's like he's like the key, isn't he? Literally, um, he's involved in everything they do. And everything's going through him. So what have you got to do? Just man mark him. I think Rich, I think Richardson will leave Tottenham soon. I, I really do believe that as well. He does have, um, he has, like, you know, Galatasaray written all over him, in my opinion. <laughs> come on. I'll, I'll always say, come on, please. <laughs> um, no, Spurs have impressed me in the in the fact that they're, they're top after 10 games, but let's not forget they've got no Europe. Nothing. Um, and that's helped them massively, as we will see when we go on to our game. Now, we'll also we'll come on to, we'll to a team in a moment who have no Europe and lost at home yeah. again. So, No, fair play, to, fair play to them, the top. Um, I had a conversation with um, Aladdin Ware today, and he was like, do you think Tottenham will win the league? And I went, no, they're not going to win the league. He went, will he get top four? And I went... I think they will get top four, but in the same breath, I said Villa might get top four, so I don't know who's dropping out. So it it should be interesting. 
Well, the good thing is, top four might as well be top five this season if uh, the coefficients go to plan in this new stupid Champions League format. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so, you know, no one will lose out in that scenario. <laughs> um, we'll see what, uh, what, uh, what's going to happen. I have got to say, I've been pretty impressed with that Van der Ven. Oh, he's brilliant. I like him I, a lot. I, was, I wasn't to start with in the first couple of games. He looked a bit out of it, but the last couple, um, he's he, he looks quite smart. He's got he, he's for a defender. He's got a good recovery speed on. He's him, so fast. Aye. He is. He, yeah. It seems to be the thing with um we centre backs nowadays. They they seem to um have these these quicker centre backs. And yeah, no, he he was he would. I know. I know the the one example in this game was him chasing uh, Will Hughes. Um, but he, you know, to make a great recovery. But he's done it a few times in games this season. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's good. He's a good find from somebody. Um, so, have you played Tottenham yet? Uh, no, we play them uh, at the end of November. Hmm. That'll be a good game. It will. I was just thinking that. Um, obviously, we'll come onto the all-conquering Villa team shortly. But uh, <laughs> have you watched any of this side? I've not, not heard from you yet. Um, well, so I. I just got back Friday evening from um, oh, where you a been? heavy session yeah. in Amsterdam. Amsterdam was it? Yeah. So um, I, I kind of, <laughs> my main takeaway was, I was, you know, seeing the team with Joel Wards, Jordan Ayew, Will Hughes, Jeffrey Schlupp starting in the Premier League in 2023. And I, I couldn't tell if I was, what I was watching was real or if these were after effects from a 12-hour session in Amsterdam. I imagine you spent a good Good portion of okay, asking yourself if your hands were really that big. <laughs> no, no, no comments. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Um, until Elise and Eze are back for Palace, there'll be more of this. Like, you know, it's like taking Madison out of Tottenham's team. I imagine you know there's there's, uh, there's a lot of flair there missing at the minute. So we'll, we'll give Roy his, his, the benefit of the doubt, and he's just making. Trying to make wine out of water, which again, Sayu did very well apparently on Thursday. So, um, <laughs> on to Saturday, um, and the team who we thought had turned a corner, but it turns out they're still shit. Chelsea nil, Brentford two, um, where Brentford just roped a dope for the entire game, just let Chelsea weave the little pretty patterns and then scored two very simple goals. And that was that. Um, who wants first dart at this one? I mean, you, you say Chelsea team, we thought it turned a corner. I, I certainly didn't. So oh, I right. certainly was going to be going straight. straight. Well, just because, like, it, it was from the... And obviously, like, pundits seem so desperate sometimes to, to praise teams that have spent a huge amount of money on players. So the players must be good players. And I've never really bought into, you know, if you spend a huge sum of money on a player, it doesn't make them good. And yet, okay, they, they'd won a few games. They'd beaten, what was it, a heavily changed Brighton team in the Cup. And then Burnley and Fulham, who, you know, Fulham haven't really been great. It's, you know, it's, it wasn't like they, they'd gone and, you know, battered some of the top teams. Admittedly, they did play very well against Arsenal last week for 60, 70 minutes. But then as soon as they conceded that one, they completely crumbled and had that game gone another four or five minutes, I think Arsenal probably would have won that last week. So I thought it was, I, th- I thought talk in the, you know, amongst the so-called experts that, that things were finally starting to click was a little premature. And, and, and this is just another example of that. I mean, there's the, uh, there's a brilliant stat that, um, uh, Carl put in the group about 
Brentford have won more games than Stamford Bridge than Chelsea since March or April or something like that. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I saw something earlier on today. I think that's now it's two two wins in the last 21 games at home in the Premier League. Um, wow. Yeah. Ma- imagine it, considering their record they've had in the past. Oh, uh, well, that's yeah. It was um, it was um, D. Uh, Andy Jacobs on Talksport, a Chelsea fan. He he was going off on a little rant, um, you know, saying you know under Mourinho, didn't they go like three or four years? Yeah, yeah obviously it's yeah, going yeah. back a long way, but you know they they they've been so good at home traditionally for years. And uh, it's funny he, on, on his little rants, he he was saying you know that's take take two of those wins away. That's obviously there's 19 games, it's a whole season without a win. Um, and he pointed out he was, he was talking uh, about you know we'll come on to our game quickly uh, uh, later on, but he was um, you know saying rid of we just won twelve home games in a row. He said for Chelsea to do that at the current rate would be something like ten or eleven years or something that they they'd be going to, to see that amount of victories at the current rate they're going at. So it's um yeah, it's, there's an awful lot of work still to be done as as we've been saying I think pretty much all season. Um, I mean the Nicholas Jackson. I, I I don't I don't know who looked at him and thought this is a ready-made player for the Premier League to get us, you know, to get Chelsea back to where they've been for the last twenty odd years. Um, and like you said, yeah, Brentford. They they're more than happy to just let Chelsea, you know, pass it around up to the final third, and they're not going to do anything. And the goals that they got back. I mean, the, the second one. If, I mean, if Lil Mope was ever going to score a goal in the Premier League again, <laughs> that was his chance. <laughs> Even he still couldn't get it right. Um, big, big win for Brentford because they kind of haven't played. I, I thought I'd played well pretty much all season. Most of the games I'd seen them, but just weren't picking up the results. But that's, I think that's bats about wins now for them. So I'll do them really good. But Chelsea, good guys. There's, there's a lot of problems at that football club still. It was the same mistakes that they made in that last half an hour against us, though. Like, I think I highlighted it when we spoke last week that um, Declan Rice's goal comes from the Chelsea players just standing still and expecting the ball to come to them, and that was evident on so many occasions during this game. But there was one, there was one period where Raheem Sterling went to pay a pass to Conor Gallagher, who was four yards away at most. And a Brentford player just stood in and took took it while Conor Gallagher just stood there doing nothing. And Raheem Again. Sterling's just yeah, Raheem Sterling's just standing there looking at him like, "What are you doing?" Give it. I mean, it's good. Good job they uh, they haven't done anything stupid like give Conor Gallagher the armbands over the oh course of the season, isn't it? Oh my god! Thiago Silva's literally two yards behind them. Give him it, please. <laughs> what my two takes from this game? Out of twofold. So they dropped that gusto because he's absolutely dog shit. And played that the sassy, am I going to say? Right, now, who, who are those two footballers? I was who are about they? to say, are they the same, are they the same person? Because they definitely defend the same. And certainly near Morpé nearly missed that. <laughs> Yeah, so. Sanchez San- San- <laughs> plays the ball through to uh, for the goal. How yeah. how, how oh. fast was he, by the way, on his recovery run? The keeper, <laughs> like he outsprints the entire team. <laughs> it, was a, it was the best reaction he'd made all game. Hey. The one save all he got season. credit for. Yeah, the one the one save he got credit for in yeah. this game just hit him. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
and it, it, all joking aside, it's it's literally rinse and repeat with Chelsea. I watched mm. that Arsenal game, and it was it was it was a pen. It was a lucky goal, and then Arsenal, like you said, you just don't know how to defend. You know that that. Honestly, I know I banged that <coughs> silver drum, but he must be looking at them going, what he's doing? That Cucurella is Jesus bad. Like, bad, bad. S- silver must be thinking, like... Why am I when, here? Yeah, well, he must, must be thinking, in the summer, when, when you had to flog five, four, five, six players to Saudi Arabia, why can't I'll I go. be one of them? I'll I'll go. Go. Oh, <laughs> he had his bags packed, like, didn't he? Like, he? He's 39 going on 40. Like He wants to be at home. Get... <laughs> yeah. Getting involved in the in the seemingly lucrative gummy game, just sitting at home and being like, you know what, you should have these delicious, soothing gummies because they're good for your mental health, right? Yeah, but he he's, he's their best defender. He has been their best defender this year. <laughs> the best player. Thirty nine. Like, oh, it's, 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 it's unreal. Like, like, how many? I, I I couldn't work out how many fullbacks they had on the pitch at one point because uh, Mark Matson played, who's a, a fullback. Uh, Reese James was on the pitch at some point. Um, Cucurella was everywhere, mm. like, I mean, how, not in a good way. He's just he how, was just everywhere. How the hell's Cucurella got back into that Chelsea well, lineup? That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, Chelsea spent the summer trying to get rid of him and Gallagher. Like Gallagher, every window seems to be like heavily linked with the move away. It's like, ah, well, you know, if the price is right. Um, and now he's like the captain and the first choice fullback in every position. It doesn't matter, right, left, up front. Cucurella's back in town, boys. Um, the, the rest of it, though, like, I just don't understand how he's how they're back in. Like, they were seemingly not good enough, and now very good enough. <laughs> do we do we think Potts will last the season? No, I, I'd be amazed at this rate. Like that team, yeah. are just they're just not playing well. And I can imagine in January it's going to get it worse because mm. I can imagine the likes of. Raheem Sterling. You can tell Raheem Sterling hates everybody around him. He, <laughs> he, he actually tries. He had, this, he had the, there were problems on the pitch between their players on against us. Where again, Raheem Sterling, they took a pet, took the penalty off him and gave it to, to Cole Palmer. Um, to be fair, Cole Palmer has been one of their better performers. But even in this game, he was screaming at his, at his teammates like, "What are you doing?" Mm. Like, there must you know, be a lot. I reckon that's the favourite saying in their training ground. What are you? What are you? <laughs> who, who are you and what are you doing? No, but it's Pochettino saying it. Uh, Sanchez going, what are you doing? Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's hilarious to watch, but if you're, if you're a Chelsea fan, and God knows why you're the Chelsea fan, but you just keep on, you keep on saying the same thing. Why didn't you buy a better backup striker? I know he rested on the Nkunku or whatever the hell his name is. But he's spending all this money on players that you didn't need. I know this has been said before, but go out and buy Danny Ings or something, you know what I mean? It's, it's all right. It they're just getting, doesn't make any sense. They're getting ta- Tammy Abraham back in January, apparently. Full of kaku, yeah, I've seen yeah. that. Dear God. <laughs> I mean, I, I think what... The one person who I think is his reputation is probably really benefiting and recovering from all this is, is Graham Potter because he's sitting there going, "Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, I told you, like, what the fuck can I do? Like, there's, there's, it's one of those. It seems to be a bit like uh, Manu, who I'm sure we'll all enjoy coming on to talk about later. That it just, it, it doesn't seem to matter who goes into that football club at the moment. Like, there's nothing you can do because it's so batshit. 
like behind the scenes. Oh, it's 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 crazy. It's it's crazy, and the fact that they've let it get to, to this, and they just keep up. And come January, they'd be like, "All oh, right, so what does Poch want? Let's get them get them more midfielders." I mean, I, I suppose what's really impressive is you know with the comparison to Man United, the Glazers have been at Man United for quite a while. Todd Bowley's been there. Less than 18 months. Like, you nice. Know, man. He moves fast. He's, he's done what Alex Ferguson couldn't do, and that was derail Chelsea during those, uh, <laughs> just during those wild times. Um, the difference is, though, Man United won this exact game against Brentford about a month ago with two scratchy late goals, and they always find a way, um, whereas Chelsea don't have that in them um, for whatever reason. You know, they don't have uh, Scott McTominay to call upon in these situations. But who knows? The way things are going, maybe they will soon. And I, for one, can't wait for the McTominay-Gallagher centre midfield of doom. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, count, oh, up the, oh, count up oh, those bookings. Well, yes, Todd Bowley will. Ah uh, right, let's leave. Anyway. Let's leave the annual Chelsea bashing for another week. Um, <laughs> uh, Saturday afternoon was sparse of, fi- of fixtures, so uh, Arsenal five, Sheffield United nil is where we'll go first. Um, I went to whatever country Premier Sports broadcast in to watch this game, um, and it was a it was a very massive waste of time. Um, <laughs> one team, <laughs> one team wanted to win, and the other team. Did not want to win. Uh, Chris, I'm assuming you watched and dissected this. Yeah, yeah, I was in Australia for the... For oh, the good, good. Yeah, yeah. Pop, 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 to, pop to Australia for the afternoon. And <laughs> I, I was looking around to see if the Sheffield United team were there with me because they may have <laughs> fucking well have been. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have never seen a football team less interested in football in my life. Like you've, n- you've never been to Goodison Park. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's be fair. I've got a point about your game that I'll come on to later. Yeah, um, but Sheffield United just—they weren't interested in anything. Like I, I don't think, apart from uh, Lin, Vince Vinsosa, I don't think any of them actually put a tackle in. Their their whole game plan seemed to be let's just get in the way a bit. Like. All they did was get in the way. Like, they were just crowding the area, but no sticking a foot in to get a tackle. Just wave a bit of your body in the general direction of the ball. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. The fact that we made, um, I think at one point, there were eight of our reserve, well, not reserve team, but eight of our um, rotation players on the pitch. And we have abs- yeah, absolutely made them look stupid. Like, Man United scraped a win against these like, last week. Yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, they, they were they were so bad. Um, I saw somebody on on Twitter on, on Saturday afternoon praising Fodringham for a couple of saves he made. I mean, it's probably what? like a, it's, probably, it's probably like an ironic thing because against Man United, he is like he's redeveloped the phrase Chris Packard hands because he has no he has seemingly no wrists whatsoever. Like every shot just hits him and goes in. He he was ma- he was making standard saves like as if he like knew the cameras were there. Like he, he, there was one that was literally almost straight at him, and he moved to the side so he could dive onto it. <laughs> so, what are you doing? And then yeah, Eddie and Ketia scored a hat trick, and he gets a lot of, a lot of hate from from Arsenal fans for, for whatever reason. And don't get me wrong, I don't think he's the sort of striker who's going to play up front every game and and win you the league. But 
He's got two fucking worldies in this game. That's it. His third goal was brilliant, wasn't yeah. it? Third goal, conf- if he hadn't scored the other two, he wouldn't have took that shot because he mm. doesn't shoot from outside the area like that usually. His first goal was Eddie and Ketter at his best, and he- we haven't seen that much from him. And again, that's the sort of goal he usually scores when he's having a good game, but it was practically the first thing he did, which shows how shit Sheffield United are, that he had mm. the confidence already. Eddie usually grows into games, and if if he doesn't start the game well, he struggles to make an impact. That's why he's not very good at coming off the bench sometimes, because he he, he does struggle to make an impact in games. But, yeah, he's obviously come out. He's probably watched videos of these. I thought, you know what, lads? I could play in my school shoes and probably grab a couple here. They were, yeah, they were so bad. And, like, it was just a run out, yeah? I say Kivior came in for Gabriel, who's been probably... You know, him and Saliba have been solid this season. Uh, I generally thought Raina, uh, Raya might have got dropped for this game, but technically he probably could have been, and we wouldn't have noticed. Uh, <laughs> you know, Odegaard got the got the, the afternoon off. Uh, Smith Rowe came in and had the freedom of the Emirates. Um, yeah, it was it was all way way too easy. And I say the, my only thing of note really was the fact that Sheffield United were just. I don't know. I've, I've made jokes about Luton being there to make up the numbers. Like some of these Sheffield United, uh, they, they look like competition winners. It, like, it, they we like we, uh, before our, our game. Like we in the pub beforehand, like sort of talking about uh, the football from Saturday, and like a few of us were saying, it, it it almost feels cruel to like one of the Championship teams that they're having to play in the Championship this season. <laughs> Sheffield United in the Premier League. Like, it's a complete waste of time they've been there this year because you're right, they're so, so bad. But there's there's absolutely nothing there. Yeah. Have they called their own worst? Yes, they certainly have. Premier League season after 10 games. Who did they get a point off? Shut up. Shut up. Oh, oh. <laughs> I genuinely didn't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was, and you robbed me joke as well. I'm sorry, know. I genuinely didn't know. <laughs> um, I've got, I, I remember in the, my predictions, I said the Sheffield United team will give Derby a run for the money and you all laughed at me. So, yeah, because we all thought Luton were going to be the worst. <laughs> and no, I, I, I knew Sheffield United were going to be bad because they sold like basically all their good players and went, who would all these, we'll just sign all these instead. I mean, Cameron Archer obviously turned up against Everton, but, you know. Ah, well, he, he, he was given the afternoon off on Saturday. Some games are just you know, not worth playing your best players in. So. Apparently they've got the longest injury list in the league, Sheffield United. All right, well. But, like, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that's the same team I've seen every week. <laughs> they were saying, in, the game, in the game against us, they were saying that uh, Jack Robinson, they're like, oh, doesn't usually, doesn't usually get a game, Jack Robinson. It's only because, um, only because of injuries. I'm thinking... I'm pretty sure I've seen Jack Robinson play every week because I mean, every time I see him, I think he used to be quite good on Football Manager. Not now. I mean, not now. Like, not for one to like get a manager sacked, but I mean, are they, are they going to give it a goal? Like, yeah. Uh, who are they going to give it to? Well, do we saw a Wilder, wasn't it? You know, might as well give it to Sean Bean. <laughs> hey, at least they have a bit of passion. <laughs> yeah, I, was say, like, I can't see anybody getting anything out of that bunch. No, I don't know. Well, that's going to be better than what they're doing now. Um, I think uh, even like like at least Luton have shown something in some games. Like they've got a 
you know, the open at them style of player, which Luton, obviously... Luton have had shot Luton have had shots on target. No, oh, well. Like tackles. I mean, Sheffield uh, United just have nothing. Um, and I'm, I'm certain we'll be relegated. Um, there was a relegation class, a clash down the south coast. Um, Bournemouth beat Burnley 2-1. Um, I fancied Burnley to win this, to be honest. There was rumours in the week that... Uh, is it Iriola, the Bournemouth manager, was going to get binned? Um, and yeah, their, their owner flew in, didn't he, Bournemouth? Uh, and when you can see it at Charlie Taylor after 11 minutes, I can imagine he had his bags packed. Like, because <laughs> you know some things just there's no coming back from um, but anyway Bournemouth turned it around so Menu equalised and then big Phil Bill um, chipped the keeper from 30 yards just for some reason um, and and well that, that should have been that except for um, in injury time there was the old 10 minute VAR check uh, as they worked pretty hard to find an offside for Burnley <laughs> And eventually found one, um, and that was disallowed. Um, thoughts on the VAR decision first? Anyone agree? Disagree? I, I agree with that. He was offside. He, he was offside, but they drew the line wrong, didn't they? That was the problem. <laughs> yeah, which is you know. They, they drew the wrong line to start with, and then took five minutes trying to figure out which one <coughs> changed it from green to red. Well, I, as soon as I seen, I said that's offside. To be honest. Yeah, I think they got the right decision in the end. It just, I suppose we'd rather it took a while and got it right and, you know, got it quickly wrong, as we've seen in recent weeks. I thought they were actually checking to see if it was really Jay Rodriguez and how he was going to I thought, uh, company in his interview match today, I thought, I thought he had a point about the, the possible handball. Um, but, but right you mean the, the, the actual handball? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean... That does, I, I I can really understand like his, you know, your sense of frustration and anger that you know they they can they've taken so long with the offsides, but they've got the right decision. So you go well, fair enough. But then you know you take so long to make sure you get the right decision. Then with that, it's just like ah fuck it, the game, the ref's got to blow his whistle. Let, let's let's just leave it. You know that that must be so disheartening for you. Yeah. I think so. Um, but another sort of hard luck story for Burnley, who um, still only have the, the one win to their name. Um, have you seen anything from Burnley in this first quarter of the season to suggest they might stop up? No. I, I, no. Think, they might, I think they might burn them. Okay. I, I was thinking about that. Like, I, I think he's getting... Um, I think he's getting a, a lot of a, a much easier ride because he's Vincent Company than yeah. if he was someone else doing the job he's doing. And, like, obviously, he did a great job of them in the championship, but and there's all you know. I, I get the whole you have your principles and the way you want to play and you know your team style apart. I get all that, but when it's clearly not working as demonstrably as it has over these first ten games, and you're still not doing anything, you've got to start asking. You've got to change something, otherwise. You know, they're going to just sleep, well, not even sleepwalking, you know, they, they're going to get relegated, I was shocked by that analysis on Match of the Day, because they give goals away, don't they? they you oh. know, they're not being caught out, they, well, they are being caught out, but they're giving goals away, and those clips on Match of the Day where they were showing the same thing happening in five different games this season, <laughs> at least. Yeah, oh, it's just... It's... It, was, it was like the old dream team. 
TV <laughs> show where I was convinced they were just colouring in the same match stuff to make it look different. Because, <laughs> yeah, so, like, in the exact same errors every single game. And like, I think me and you, sorry, we spoke about it last week, thinking that, mm. you know, um, company might, you know, we might get away with it, you know, because of his name and what he's done. He's put, took them up and, you know, you know, things aren't looking right for them. But they've had, had some bad luck. But then when you look at that, you think, well, not exactly what Sai says. No, you're sticking to these principles, and it's costing. It's clearly costing you. Your players are just giving the ball away constantly. And with all due respect, Bournemouth are fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, they they look brilliant on this. They look like the team who put in the best performance of the weekend. No, do it, do it. No, just no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how bad Burnley were, and they wore that yeah. fucking away kit again. But we got Burnley on Wednesday in the cup. And at Goodison. So if we beat them, I think they've got to look at that and go, yeah, okay, this is not working, goodbye, personally. But they won't. They, they'll drag it out. I think Bournemouth will probably been their manager as well, to be honest. Yeah, I think that looks like it. Yeah. But who's taking these jobs? I don't know. That's why I'm, I, I'm not sure. If, I, I think Burnley, if they... If they think that company wouldn't move on, I think they'd be happily... Well, not happily, but I think they'd accept going back down and having him again in the Championship, having that sort of parachute payment money and sort of trying to rebuild it, you know, develop the squad a bit further. I I, I think out of the three three of those clubs that we've uh, discussed, the board of Burnley, Sheffield United, I I think company's probably the safest in his job. Yeah, I think... I, 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 I agree with you, but... I think there's going to come a time where they're just going to go, nah, this ain't working. And look, like match of the day, I've pinpointed it's happening time and time and time and time again. Mm-hmm. The thing yeah, is, though, national break coming up as well, isn't they, it? they absolutely pissed the championship. And I think that probably counts quite a lot in his favour. Like, if they do go down, God, I think he's the right man to bring them back based on that. Whereas, yeah. look at Sheffield United now. I don't think anyone really... Including Paul Hackerbottom thinks he's the man. So like, <laughs> uh, you know, in uh, Bournemouth, sat their manager. Um, how fast does Jason Tindall get a flight from Newcastle to Bournemouth? Uh, he's already he's already had the job, hasn't he? He's already had. Didn't got binned. Well, I'm sure he'd like to go back, though, wouldn't he? Uh, there's absolutely zero percent chance of that happening. There's no way they're going to appoint an assistant manager when they spend billions of pounds on buying the club. Fair Do you think? Do you think Jason Tindall's going to miss out on the chance of his face on the TV? Uh, you know, Champions League lights. He ain't leaving that I just had visions. I just had visions of him doing another wing. Uh, um, <laughs> rocking up on their car park. Well, just, just for the attention. Well, not yet anyway. Um, <laughs> I think there's a, a distinct bottom four appeared, um, which is obviously the four who are there now. Everyone else has like, kind of got something about them. Um but there's a distinct bottom four, I think, who look decidedly worse than everybody else. Um, obviously, this was Bournemouth's first win of the season. Get them up to six points. Um, Sheffield United remain winless, and they are the only club that are winless. Um, we'll come on to Luton shortly. Um, a team who we thought might struggle is Wolves, um, but they find themselves quite comfortably mid-table. Um, and they drew 2-2 with the, the mighty, mighty Magpies. Um Sorry, is it always wetter than Otter's Pocket in Birmingham, or is that just this weekend? <laughs> I'd just like to point out that that game wasn't being played in Birmingham, Dave. Yes. Well, sorry. Very, very, the, as, as I've been the Midlands. To, uh, 
to to uh, Chris on the uh, the Extra Time podcast for the last however many years. Wolverhampton is not in Birmingham. <laughs> They're two very different accents. They're two very well, different well, places. Chris did know as well because he's from the. Uh, well, I'm sure he's got some connections to the area, and he works with somebody from Wolverhampton. I mean, I think to be honest, he's just deliberately winding me up. Probably. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me, me too. Um, the Midlands, anyway. It was very wet. Inside the black country. Oh no. No. Um, I don't want to start with this. Like it could have been a hundred. It could have been a hundred each. It could have been. You know, I think either team could have could have claimed they could have deserved to win this. Um, Newcastle led twice, um, gave away a goal from a corner, um, gave away a goal from Nick Pope deciding it was better to slap the ball and catch the ball for some reason. Oh, that was odd. It was, it was odd. A strange decision, wasn't it? You made a few strange decisions from the game. It, yeah. Sorry, Carl? Told the ref. Oh, the, the ref was oh, all yeah, over the shop. Um, can, I, can I just ask, what was different to our goal against... Uh, Fulham to yours for fair, your first goal Saad doesn't get impeded totally agree drops yeah. the ball Callum Wilson puts it in we've done the same exact thing oh yeah game, a foul against well it's, the cons- it's just us. it's a consistent was it because you use it on prime time Saudi time <laughs> I mean I wish it was like we might win a, we might win a few more games but um <laughs> No, I mean, I was pleased that wasn't given as a foul, obviously, not just because of the goal, but because I, I hate when keepers get decisions like that. Yeah. I totally um, agree. It's just, it's just that consistency. Yeah. There seemed to be a lot of those weird decisions earlier on in the season. Like, every time Ben White went near a goalkeeper, it was a foul. And then it, he was this, shot by this, his hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then this weekend, they tried to, they looked like they were going to display one of our goals, um, but didn't, weirdly. And... That's not a pen. I'm sorry. No, not I don't. I don't think it is at all. I was, I was quite surprised it wasn't overturned. To be honest, but <laughs> I think everyone. Was. It's one of those where yeah. like, every part of it's a penalty, except he didn't make any contact. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, it, it's very clever what he's done. How he's put, he, like he puts his foot there, then moves it, then puts uh, it back, and it's the death. Well, that's like, it. I need, you know exactly what you've done there. He absolutely. I mean, I, Fair play to him, but it's not a penalty. Yeah, I, a... I understand why it was given in the, on the pitch. Yeah, 100% understand yeah. why it was given on the pitch. Yeah. But the I'll minute VAR it. were checking it, I was like, nah. Yeah. No, that's it's, it's poor, that, to be honest. And I, th- I watched the interview with Gary O'Neill after it, and I'm starting to like him. I really like him. and quite it, likeable, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, a sh- it's a shame for me that he's the Wolves manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, he was like, I, I, there's just, it's, there's no point me talking about it because it just keeps on happening. I was hey, like, what is right? Gary, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I think he, I mean, we've said it a, a few times already uh, this season, but I've, I've been so impressed with, with the job he's doing there. You know, obviously he did, I thought he did, you know, standing with Bournemouth last oh, season, really. really and then what he's doing with Wolves is brilliant. And I, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys saw where he was on Monday Night Football last week. He's very well spoken. Yeah, oh, I, like the way he was talking, was it uh, was their win against Man City, wasn't it? He was talking about you know the work they'd done and how they tactically set up. He, very like very intelligent, clever football mm. brain actually. I've, I've been really and really impressed with him. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. We're born. Why the fuck did Bournemouth get rid of What were they thinking? Get rid of him. But I, don't, I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. I've been, didn't he have, didn't he have really, a reputation really as a player though for the same thing? He was one of those players that like got kept around at clubs. Yeah. Was he at um, Port- Portsmouth? He was at Portsmouth he, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, very impressive. And I, I also thought Wolves, uh, Wolves' second goal was fucking brilliant. Yeah, and the the turn from uh, the turn to watch Dan Byrne just oh. sliding across, and that <laughs> takes a while, doesn't it, with Dan Byrne? He's still, yeah. he's still going now. Yeah, he was actually uh, eleven feet tall for a time during that. the the composure was unbelievable. The the, the touch, like. That touch to keep it under that level of control and the 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 sort of balance to be able to actually turn his body that quickly, I, I thought it was such a good goal. Why was Lascelles playing? Because Sen Botman's injured, uh, and that, uh, you might as well have just not played anyone. Uh, to, be honest. to be honest, he's done all right. Like he's played the last four or five, and he hasn't disgraced himself. Um, but it was, uh, let's say, a, a difficult afternoon for defenders in those conditions. Yeah, it was. Um, but. He's, he, I think we all know he's not good enough, but uh, he's still the club captain. And we played Dan Byrne there against Brighton, and he was an absolute disgrace. So I think he's decided he's to he was, yeah. decided to play Lascelles and leave Byrne at left back. But um, yeah, we're, and on Newcastle we're struggling for bodies. Um, all our players are injured or banned for gambling. So um, <laughs> we had a bench which consisted of two goalkeepers. Uh, five full-backs, Joe Willock and whatever Matt Ritchie is. So, not... He may as well have done, honestly. <laughs> like... So, Dave, for what, what what would you consider um, to be a, a bad season? Like, well, I mean, obviously, we know. Like, that maybe let me rephrase that. Like, you've got Renegades, obviously, that's a bad season. But what would be... Uh, what's the, like, the least level of acceptability, if that makes sense, that you would have this uh, season? I think to play in Europe next season under any circumstance is the is like the minimum. Um, yeah, I think it's un. I think basically we're ahead of the of where we where we should yeah. be by right. Yeah, like, we should not be in the Champions League this season, and no. you can see why. And the, the owners even said as much in that. I don't know if you watched the documentary or anything, but like they basically said we're not set up to be in the Champions League because of the squad and because of the level of experience of you know European football amongst the, the squad. It's not. It's just not there. Um, and we're not going to be able to fight on uh, on all fronts, um, and that's starting to really hit a pinch point now. Obviously, the Tenali thing was unexpected to say the least. But when you've got like Jacob Murphy, who was outstanding last week against Palace, um, dislocated his shoulder on Wednesday night, he almost like three months. Like it's a, it's it's just a long time to lose like fringe players for. So we we've got to go to Old Trafford on Wednesday, which is again like we've had some hideous draws. <laughs> How can you draw Man City, Man United, Dortmund, Milan, and PSG? Well, if we had a full team, we would, but there's absolutely no way Callum Wilson's going to play um, when we've got Arsenal on Saturday and Dortmund on Tuesday and Isaac's is, injured. Is, so, I was going to ask, is Isaac injured at the moment? Yeah, he's out until probably the national break. Um, as is, like even like Elliot Anderson, who's a young lad who's good, full of industry, he's out for two months with a he's broke a bone in his back or some nonsense um, it's just like really unfortunate timing um, to get all these injuries um, and I say like a lot of them aren't even like wear and tear injuries they're just daft injuries which seem to, yeah. have, seem to have really wrecked us um, but 
we'll keep going. I mean, that's the thing with this team is like you kind of know what you're going to get. Um, and all right, no, sometimes it goes horribly wrong. Like you know, we've seen Brighton and a few other games where we haven't just haven't played well, but um, generally. You know we're going to be you know, at least seven out of ten. If it falls, we will win. If not, then at least we're giving it a good go. Um, it would be nice to have another run in the Carabao Cup, but I think that might just be the one that has to hit the hit the wayside this season. Um, we, we cannot possibly keep going like this. Um, and, and I say with the schedule we've got to come, um, it's uh, it couldn't have come at a worse time. So get all your money on Man United on Wednesday night. I, I disagree. I think you'll beat them. It depends who you play, Carl. If if he if he risks them all, like if he risks the likes of Guimaraes and uh, well, say, risks. Oh, you mean Eddie Howe risk more? Yeah. Oh no. Well, Man United will play a full strength team because Ten Hag's a coward who hates us. So he he'll quite happily take <laughs> a victory against us, um, and he'll and he'll he'll take the, the the joys of beating what's probably going to amount to our second string. Um, yeah. Because he's a baldy prick, but um, then they'll, Oof. you know, you know hopefully, hopefully they'll get the come up to the weekend against whoever they're playing. Uh, and as long as we beat them in the league up here in a few weeks' time, I don't mind. I mean, I, I understand your passionate day, but there's no need to, you know, abuse, phonically challenge people. Well, I know, well, I know he's. Amen to that, I know, I, I know he's in the club with you too, but uh, at the Ballon Ball, you can you can say to him, Dave doesn't like him. <laughs> Dave's on fire. <laughs> oh, We've got our show title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave doesn't like Tenag. <laughs> I, I cannot stand him, but we'll come on to that. Yeah, I thought I got that, Dave. Right, into Sunday. There's a lot of games on Sunday, so let's uh, we'll chalk these off as ones we don't really care about. Brighton 1, Fulham 1, right? Brighton are basically having the same problems we are with having to play twice a week and they haven't got the squad for it. Um, good point for Fulham, but Brighton kind of samey. Stop Fulham away, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. wow. It's a bad choice, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, it is. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Fulham are poor, though, isn't they, at the moment? Oh. They, they, they are. They're not great. And they've added Alex Awoe today. Fucking trick, and he's just fucking useless. Chris, do you want to tell? Chris, do you want to tell the Alex story? Oh, I was going to say. So we once did a we once did a thing where we had to pick our best uh, our best five ever players for five aside. No, no. <laughs> As the context, that's not what we were doing. We're right. Picking a five aside team. Right. The best five players ever. And who and did you pick? Not in the best five players ever. <laughs> if I was picking a five aside team, I, uh-huh. have, I stand by. At the time, I would have had Alex Iwobi. He looks. Oh. He, he's. A, he'd be a great sport player in a cage. I, 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 I like, like that. Either. I like him very much. <laughs> That is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he is god awful. Like, At the time, he was alright. He's, he's never been good at this. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had three long years of that long haired prick. No, no, just no. Crap, and I hate him. <laughs> Hmm. Anyway, I, I mean, no. I, I don't have any <laughs> strong, strongly or negative on Alex Iwobi. <laughs> uh, oh, he's, he's got, 
He's he's just he's just one of them players who just runs and thinks because he runs he's good. It's really odd. Mm. We've got quite a lot of them, but Alex <laughs> Alex he was a top dog of that one. Top, top runner was he? Well, top runner. Top oh, runner. Just well, what you want in your five-a-side team. Oh, exactly, that's it. No, <laughs> no, non-stop. Um, the only note I wrote down on this was that Ferguson took his goal well. Nice little, nice little side foot in the corner. Yeah, I, I, I agree with uh, the, the point you made uh, at the start of this one, that Brighton, they, they don't seem to be quite hitting the heights they were last season. I think that is probably just because they haven't got the squads to cope with uh, European football as well at the moment. He started the season quite well. Yeah, well, he's, he's just—he's—he's quite streaky, isn't he? Like, he, he, he goes through his—he goes through his phases as well. Like he doesn't score or assist for a few weeks, and then he could, he'll have a good run for a while. But I say the problem is like he's probably in and out of who he's playing with at the minute because they have to keep changing the squad. Like I was delighted slash alarmed to see Adam Lallana was still there. I forgot about him altogether. <laughs> he looked like he had quite a good game, to be fair. Yeah, well, he got, he's had a couple of good games this year, to be honest. He got subbed off for Ansu Fati, which even in his wildest dreams couldn't imagine playing with him. Like, <laughs> he must have given up on that dream some time ago. But uh, Also, anyway. a, a small fact for you, um, Brighton have never played a game where um, Veltman hasn't come off the bench. Wow. Never. Not one. Broken have never never played a game where Veltman hasn't come off the bench. Yeah, he makes an appearance what? in every game. I think that's him. Oh, I, I, I generally thought Dave was being genuine then. See, the thing is, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was a, it was a joke that was just believable enough. That he's now, yeah, it took me half a second. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I'd missed a word. I'll write, I'll write that down. Don't joke again, about really. Brighton. Right. <laughs> right. It's just how, how dull this game was. Like, we just, like, it was dull. We all glazed over talking about it. Well... Okay. It was Alex. He started. Um, another dull game was Liverpool three Forest nil, um, and it's only dull because it was very expected. Uh, Forest go to every team away from home and get beaten, um, and today was no exception. Um, does anyone have any great hot takes on this game? My new one was just Salah's goal was, uh, was oh, hilarious goalkeeping. A comedy of errors. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't mean, know what he what was he doing what was he doing in that position <laughs> and he went to catch it <laughs> that's one where like if you're the centre back you just like you'd be really struggling not to just go and punch him on the pitch mm. and say what the fucking hell do you think you're playing at it's uh He's had quite a good game as well. He'd made a lot of saves from Liverpool, yeah. many attacks, but then, you know... Maybe he got overconfident. Ah, well, when you're standing 30 yards from goal, what do you do? So, um, so Liverpool's good run continues. Um, they're still in the top four. Um, Forrest never win, ever, um, and, and yet aren't bottom of the table. They've got 10 points, and I don't know how. <laughs> They've come in the new Crystal Palace. They are. They, they, won, a, they, they won a Stamford Bridge, that's right. Nah, oh well. Yeah. Right, let's talk about some meat. Um, Carl, Everton won 1-0 yes. at West Ham. And for my yes. money, we're good value for it. What was your take? Yeah, uh, totally agree. Good, um, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... Thanks for that take. Um... <laughs> 
I think the first half was scrappy. Um, Jack Harrison forgot his brain. Um, I don't know what he's doing for that three on one. That, 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 was, that was my point from this game. That big way he went forward, he, he, he generally looked like he was rebooting. He, he was like, he was like, when do I, when do I hit it? When do I hit it? To Corey, basically, could have walked up to him, slapped him across the bed, and went, "Give me the ball." And Cavalloon just stood there and went, you're not giving me that, are you? <laughs> and he passes it straight to Ariola. And what I, did, what I did mention in our group, I think we did play West Ham at a good time. Um, I'm not taking any away from ourselves, but I've got it. It's me. Um, I, th- I thought they, they lacked something. Um, that cue just causes a few problems. God knows why Jordan Pickford got booked, by the way. He only ran over and shouted at him. Um, he causes a few problems. If he had a, a more of a final product, I think they might have been better. I thought Jared Bowen was absolutely atrocious. Uh, Dal Antonio is... I think he's finally done. He was diabolical uh, yesterday. But having said that, I thought Jared, Jared Brantwaite had a very good game against them. Basically set up our goal as well, which Calvert-Lewin took really well. Um, but on the whole, strangely enough, a very professionally taken performance by Everton. And not many. Play- I know they're going through a bit of a bad patch, but I don't think many teams will go to West Ham and beat them. Um, they are, having said that, they're going to lose two of their players, Coqueta and Alvarez. So I'll put your money on Brentford to beat them next week as well, because you play like that, Brentford will run them. Oh yeah, they're both banned on there for five yellows. Yeah, both banned for I mean, stupid yellow cards. That's impressive. Al- Alvarez to have five yellows already because he he didn't start the, se- the season the team did he because he signed late, um, but he racks he racks them up. What one thing I will say about that Alvarez? Every time he got the ball, he just wanted to shoot. Mm. It was he was like fifty yards out. Ah, I'll have a dig here, <laughs> and it was just not it was just not happening. You could see Moyes just look at him going again. Come on. <laughs> um, possibly one of the worst games I've seen War Prowse play. Yeah. Yeah, not good. He was if... Immobile is probably the word. He's, he just didn't move. Um, and Alan Smith goes, Oh, well, he might get a free kick. He's <laughs> five yards out. Oh, well done, Alan. Get him on the special teams, innit? Oh, it was. Oh, after was, I thought we played really well. For for some strange reason, I think it's all fallen into place. So, I was that was the closest I've seen since Dice came to to you of like a proper Dice performance where like you were organised, yeah. um, you were a handful going forwards, um, not like fluid. What was wrong? But you know, you got the ball in the right areas, and as you say, you probably could have had a couple more really if some right decisions had been made. Um, yeah. But it makes such a difference having McNeil, Harrison, oh. um, Calvert Lewin, obviously. Um, but Decore is a proper handful when he's yeah. playing. Like as, almost plays like a ten, doesn't he? Like just off a striker. Um, very difficult to play against. He's difficult to play against because let's call the spade the spade. He's crap. <laughs> he's I just, like Decore. he's just so awkward. It works. I think. I, I've always got the impression that. He's a really good player, but he's just he's, he's very inconsistent. And like, he, I think in terms of his ability, when when he's on it, if he if he could perform to his level week in week out, like 
I don't mean any disrespect here, but he wouldn't be playing for Everton. No, we wouldn't. So, do you know, like, I, I think there's a, he's, he's got really good ability, but it's just, he, he, when, he's, when he's bad, he's fucking bad. But when he's good, oh, it's, he's it's really like, good. It's like, he's just so awkward with the ball. I don't think he knows what he's going to do next. <laughs> I think he, he's one of them players who are just awkward. And it just makes it look better. I don't know. It's it's really strange. But I mean, Caval Cavalloon, if he if he stays fit, I, I don't think we'll be anywhere near the relegation zone. He took his goal really well. I thought that's really good that's goal. Good. Yeah, that's Jesus. And and if he wouldn't have been injured all these years, he wouldn't be at us. But he is. So let's in, let's enjoy. Him. Yeah. <laughs> um. 50 Premier League goals for Everton. That's gone quite under the radar, which is a bit odd. Um, I don't. I mean, we've got Burnley on Wednesday. I, I'd like a cuff run late, but I've, I've seen this story before. Um, I'm, and just on Brighton, we've got Brighton at Goodison on Saturday. And I've read this story as well. <laughs> so, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, don't, I mean... If you would have said a couple of weeks ago we'd be on ten points now, I would have laughed because we were we were down and out. Let's face it, weren't we? Um, it's looking slightly better, and obviously I wasn't on the, the show last week, the, the pod last week. Um, I thought we 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 could have felt hard done to by Liverpool, to be honest, because we all know um, their defender should have took a walk. Um, but I mean, four, four wins out of that in that. In the last six in all comps, it's not the worst. So, you know. Definitely not. We move. Yeah. That's it. You've got uh, a lot to be happy about at the minute. Um, I think, obviously, if you stay up, it's a good season. Um, if you get a cup run on top of that, even better. I mean, Burnley, is it at home? Is it away in the cup? Yeah, it's at home, yeah. I mean, it's a great opportunity. It would have been better if it was away by the looks of things. Well, it's a great opportunity to go in the last eight of the League Cup, either way. Um, and there's some stinking ties, by the way, in this last 16. Um, oh, there is. Exeter, Bore? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, everyone knows we won't draw them. We'll get bloody classic Holland, who'll get a, cl- a surprise uh, surprise call up the last eight <laughs> if, we get, if, we get, if, we, if we get past Man United. So, um, you may as well have them. Um so yeah, there's a, there's a lot to be excited about at the minute. Um, I thought West Ham uh, needlessly changed their thought, like their system. Obviously, they want to get Kudus into the team, but putting Paquette out on the left wing was an error. He wasn't anywhere near as involved as he has been in, in most weeks. Um, and as a result, of, he's brilliant. I love watching him play. He's, he's just everywhere, but putting him out on the left was stupid because it just meant they were very lopsided. Can I just ask, is he brilliant? Or is it no, just because Man City gone. wanted to sign him, so now he's no, brilliant? He is. Like, he's, I, he is I think he, for me, he's he's very much one of those match of the day players that you just see like him do, you know, good little skills and stuff like that. But, I mean, I watched him last week at Villa Park, and I mean, I know West Ham were pretty poor in general that day. But he was fucking dreadful against us. Like, really, really bad. And whenever I've seen one, him... But yeah, <laughs> whenever I've seen him play like in a 90-minute game, I've never looked at him and thought, oh, I can see why Man City were supposedly after him. I, I don't know, I, I, part of me feels like that interest in Man City has kind of made you know, commentators and pundits think, oh, in, Man City wanted him, he must be fucking brilliant, so let's keep talking about how brilliant he is, but I've, I've, I've yet to be 
as convinced as some other people seem to be. I just think he does everything really well. Like he's not just a, like a number ten. He also like gets stuck in and gets involved. Um, granted, as you say, maybe not every single game, which is why he's playing for West Ham. But when he's on it, he's, yeah. he's so very he, good. He's good. So he was he was he was at PSG, wasn't he? You know, he, he, he's clear some talent there. But yeah, he he's like, he, when he when he's on it, he's on it. When he's not, he's not. You know, it's yeah. He he could be at a bigger club, but yeah, he's not consistent enough. Um, There's my answer. Well, <laughs> time will tell. I mean, he may well get, get, get banned, I suppose. I mean, I don't know if that's still ongoing or not. But um, I think it go very quiet, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's an alley. How long has he got? Ten months? Ten months, if he's yeah. Done, yeah, if he's done something similar, then it's going to be something similar to him as well. But mm. yeah, but it's, it's like the, you said, it's, it's, the, it's the FI dealing with it, isn't it? Look how long the Tony was. Ah, it, 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 it took the Italian feds about three weeks to turn it all around and get him banned, and I've never seen him again. Whereas mm. we're, we're still looking through the file, being like, Paqueta, is that with a B or a P? And eventually they'll find him. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and just we didn't we sort of glossed over the Everton thing because apparently we're looking at um, getting relegated by if the Premier League have their way. So, yeah, yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I can't I can't wait to see Man City in the Roman League. If, if that's <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. I, I mean, there's a precedent to be set, isn't there? If, uh, if I throw the book at Everton, I mean, as you say, Man City may have got worried, but I can't imagine they will. Carl, what, what, what's the what's the theory about this thing? You, are you up against it, or is it just paper talk? The the paper talk, the click beat sort of thing was the Premier League have said the maximum is twelve points. That doesn't mean we're going to get twelve points. Um, I mean, they might. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know why, but I just don't think we'll get to those two points. I just don't see it. It just doesn't happen. It just, it just doesn't happen, does it? Like, how many times has this happened to clubs over the not not this exact crime, but like generally, you know, like when uh, it's, it's West Ham used dodgy agents like, to to stay up through the year, like oh, they'll get the book thrown at them. Well, it does outside the Premier League. Oh yes, so, I mean, poor yeah, in the football league, yeah, the fo- the football league, it does. It's it's only in the Premier League that point deductions don't seem yeah. to come in. They always get talked about. Poor Reading, I got minus fifty. I'm sure. I'm sure. I read that any points deducted will be suspended anyway. Um, I don't know. I, 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 we're not even guilty yet. I mean, we probably are. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, the, the actual hearing's already been done. I think it was done like a couple of days ago. So the, the amount of leaks that are going to come out now is just going to be scandalous. I always so, think that they're really clever about these things, and they wait until like. I don't know, you'll get the, like, the last week of the season and you'll be, let's say, 10 points clear of the bottom three and they'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to give you a nine-point deduction. You'll be like, oh, well, that's all right, then let's just move yeah. on. <laughs> and then Sheff- uh, Sheffield United will sue the league. Like, uh, they'll lose one day. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, if they deducted us three, would that be the end of the world? Probably not. That's what I mean, though. They'll wait until like they know that three points won't make any difference, and they'll be like, "Now, don't you do it again? We'll have those three points back." <laughs> I, I, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I just, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people think that we're going to get deducted points, but I don't know. Maybe a, a fine would probably kill us as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's 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 a strange one. Um, and the fact that we've actually told the Premier League about it before it's actually happened 
it's just all a bit weird, to be honest. We we are going to break the rules. Okay, no worries. <laughs> Keep on signing them players. It's really, it's really odd how it came about. Really odd. Um, I used to work with a guy like that. He used to tell us. He used to be like, "Hey, I'm doing all this wrong. You can't. I can't get in trouble for it because I'm telling you about it." Well, this that's, is well, that's not how it works. <laughs> well, it is, but it is a bit strange, though, isn't it? Um, what, one other thing I was going to add. Sorry, Dave. You might have heard this. User after Onana to replace Tanali. Have you heard that? Onana. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, uh, I'll be surprised, but... Is it, I mean, I don't even know if he's any hey, good. We, we, all, we all know he's replacing Tanani. It's a loan move for Ruben Neves. Oh, honestly. That's come back out again. But then McTominay has been... Uh, obviously. Lord obviously, well... well he, he, he's off to Chelsea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, if we loan a player from Saudi Arabia, I can't I can't hang around for the fume. It's going to... The, the, the internet's going to explode. <laughs> like... I mean, it's going to happen. It's bound to happen. We'll have them all. We'll have Neves. We'll have Benzema. We'll have St. Maximin. All on loan deals. No fee up front. No, I mean, I've seen, I seen a few people say on Anna, but I think you'd have to pay pretty big to get. Well, I was going to say, because like Decore has got six months left in his contract. Surely we'll just go for him, but not the same player as yeah. it was. I don't know. Sure. Uh, um, anyway... Sai, you've waited patiently to wax lyrical about <laughs> Aston Villa 3, Luton Town 1. Um, now, before we go on Aston Villa, why was Esri Conter trying to head, a, head the ball past his oh. own goalkeeper? It was like he, he'd seen the funny own goal at the other end early in the game and thought, oh, I can do better than that. And, yeah, I, I, I don't know what he was thinking. Um, maybe he just wanted to... See what if he could score past the uh, the best goalkeeper in the world, as Emmy Martinez officially now he is. is now, so, really? yeah. I, I, who, I, who knows? I think I think he was like, well, Harry Maguire gets in the, into the England squad, and I don't. <laughs> what do I have? What does he do that I don't? What, what can I do to yeah. to get noticed? <laughs> yeah, mm. that was a strange one, but um, I mean, I'm gonna start off really saying that it, it's difficult to get excited on this particular game because Luton were, I mean, fucking dreadful. You, <laughs> every, everything you said about Sheffield United, uh, Chris, I, I wouldn't have said that about Luton from the games I've seen so far this season. But honestly, it, it was a it was a waste of time them coming to the <laughs> yesterday. Like it, 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 seriously, it was. I, I I'm struggling to remember a worse promoted team I've I've seen us play over the years. Like they. That first half, I think, I think about the 40th minute, uh, they put the stats up on the screen, which I think was cruel. I think someone <laughs> was just, you know, baiting the little fans here. And it was something like 79% possession for Villa and like 12 shots to their zero. <laughs> it was ridiculous, really. Um, I mean, we, we were great, but I mean, I, I, I think this game was... Probably along with the uh, the Arsenal Sheffield United was with the two absolute banker results that that, that you'd put on. Um, you know, that's 12, 12 home games in a row that we've won now in the Premier League. So I, I, I I'm glad you said Premier League then, by the way. Yes, 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 yes. I know you lot. Yeah, you enjoy your little moments. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get many. 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I had no no worries whatsoever that that we were going to to to, uh, to lose that Premier League record that we got run at the moment to Luton. We've just been a very good week for us, really. You know, four one against West Ham last Sunday, four one away in Alkmaar on Thursday night, and it, it just a really impressive but comfortable victory to be honest um you know we scored three goals we probably could have had six or seven with some of the chances that we missed and we didn't really get out of first gear um Luton I think they uh I think they'll have easier days away from home than 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 what they had yesterday and it's just so testament again to the job Emery's done is this week uh well the week just gone was the uh, March 12 months since he's, he's come into the club. And, uh, I mean, if ever you needed a reason for Steven Gerrard to never get a job managing an English football again, ju- just look at how we were under him and how we've been in the last 12 months. The, the football we're playing, I've I've never seen us play this well in, in all my time going to Villa. Like, we've had really, really good players over the years. We, you know, we've had good teams. I've never seen us have the level of control that we've got in football games at the moment, and the 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 uh, way the players, every single person knows exactly what they're meant to be doing. Um, it's just brilliant to watch. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really struggling to have any complaints, and I know that I'm probably setting myself up for a really big fall by getting so high about them at the moment. But I'm I'm just going to enjoy it as as long as it keeps going because it's. It's just amazing to watch twenty goals in five home games this season. I was going to say, aren't you aren't you averaging like three or four goals a game? Yeah, it's 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 just ridiculous. I think we're now the I think we're the joint highest goal scorers in in the league this season after the first ten games. And who um, with who with? Si- <coughs> uh, I, I, I have no idea actually. It's the mighty it's, it's the mighty magpies, eh? Um, ah, there you go. Tw- tw- hey, you know, one of them. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you all get to play the blind school at some point. You just got to make most of it. That's, that's true. Um, but I mean, like the, just the 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 level of improvement in, in the players that were there when Emery already came in is is clear to see. Like Matty Cash has been outstanding this season, really, bar that that opening game at St James's Park. Um, I mean, he's been brilliant, but then the, the players that have come in, like Moussa Diaby, he's just a level above what we've had. And his his link up with Watkins and the the little pockets of space that they picks up, <clears throat> sort of to, to to get at teams. He's such a good player, and and him and Watkins together are, are such a threat up front. Zaniolo's come in and. He's, he looks a really good player. He, he needs a goal, I think, to settle him down a bit because he's, he's sort of getting to that stage where he's almost trying too hard to get a goal and shooting from places he's got no business shooting from. And Paul Torres is... Well. No, no, they haven't got any... He, he, he wasn't betting on football. He was, like, betting on poker and stuff like that. It's all oh, the right, news okay. coming out of Italy is that there's absolutely nothing, no ban for oh, him. Right. And, um, and Paul Torres has, has settled in really well. He had, he had an iffy start, obviously. You know, that, that, again, we got that first game at St. James's Park. But he kind of, I don't think, had Mings not got that injury, I don't think Torres would have been thrown straight at the deep end. I think he would have been eased into sort of adapting to Premier League football. But he's obviously had to do that quicker than we'd have necessarily wanted him to. But he's he's looking, re- him and Cons are looking really good together. And 
his sort of passing ability from the back just it, it makes it so much easier to play the way we want to play. You know, you can pick those passes into DRB uh, to get us going, uh, you know, in quick transition. So, yes, very good at the moment. Very good indeed. Um, the final game of the weekend, uh, I'm afraid to tell you that uh, the Glazers still haven't fixed the roof, so Man United were unable to compete <laughs> with Manchester City. Um, Man United nil. Manchester City three, um, Erling Haaland twice, and um, Phil Foden with a little tap in late on. Uh, this was barely a contest. It was it kind of start out as a bit of a contest, and then Man City got what I guess you could argue was a soft penalty, only because this type of thing never gets given. Certainly not. Been double double figures every game, wouldn't you? Uh, no, um, and of course Man City need a helping hand for goals, so they got they got the penalty on VAR decision, um, and once they scored that, that was effectively the end of game. Um, for all it's a derby game, and for all it was one side, there's actually not that much to talk about. I don't think we learned an awful lot here. Um, we, you know. We just, we just... Oh, do you know what? If anything, I, I thought it highlighted it, like that. Man United were shitter than we even thought they were. Well, <laughs> f- f- funny enough, <laughs> the world, the, they were so bad. The world's best striker had a field day against Johnny Evans, Harry Maguire, and Victor Lindelof. Would you credit that? <sighs> Victor Lindelof playing left back, and he can't even play centre half. I did. I did like. <laughs> I did laugh for three minutes ago when when ten idiots was like, "Oh, um, I tell you what, <laughs> Reg, Regulon, <laughs> you, you get on, let, get the left back on at this stage." Cause yeah, the, let's bring up yeah, uh, bring the left back on, and not aye. not a, not a centre back whose last fucking derby game was twelve years ago. Like, how is Johnny Evans getting picked? <sighs> Uh, fit, but apparently Rand's fit now as well. He's saving foul game. He'll save him foul game. He'll be like, you know what? Don't worry yourselves in our in our derby game. We've got to win that Carabao Cup match, right? And I'll uh-huh. dance on the pitch like an old nonce like I did in the in the cup final. Just <laughs> just 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 make sure Just just make sure you get us there. That's all I ask. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I d I don't get it like Everyone says it's the owner's fault and all this, and Gary Neville. Like I like Gary Neville, but like he's he's way off there. It's not the owners. I'm sorry. The owners aren't picking fucking Johnny Evans. The owners aren't not ignoring a left back. The owners are well. The owners are spending sixty million pounds on an attacking midfielder who doesn't want to play, and God and bringing in Amrabat, the, the world's youngest old man, on loan. Apparently, <laughs> only plays forty-five minutes football a week for, for, for some reason it's just the same man about who we saw at the world cup it was pretty good that's him apparently he, he generally again another competition winner will he be at sheffield united next season like it, uh, they're so fucking bad and that 72 million pound fucking doorstop that they've got up front oh can, they can are just, fucking awful right like this i was listening to gary neville and Carrot and Roy Keane and all that going at it and some of them are interesting points but Gary ne- all Gary Neville says oh the ownership the ownership the ownership I'm not being funny how many owners pay as much as they do I yeah. mean look at how much they spend how can you sit there with your hand out going oh it's your fault that I'm spending 80 million on Andy who is 100% a competition winner yes he's <laughs> awful Gary Neville basically says send them off Send him uh, I wish he had sent him off. That's what he basically said. But when he came on, and just wanted to fight, didn't he? But for years, right, we've all said, buying players from the Dutch league, not the best idea. It's a bit hit and miss. Ten Hag's gone. You know what? 
buy me the Dutch league, right? We'll be fine. And funnily enough, they're all terrible, except uh, little Martinez, who I think is quite, actually quite good. He's just injured at the minute. You miss him, mate. Uh, they do miss him because he's... He's an angry little man, isn't he? Well, like, I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he's that good. He's well, no, but he's, no, but he's, he's, be, he's better than Johnny Evans, isn't he? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Johnny Evans is released on a free transfer from relegated Leicester City. Yeah, well, <laughs> fills out the homegrown quarter, doesn't he? So that's all that really matters. Fucking Bruno Fernandes. How? How? How is that man your captain? How? Uh, it's it's shocking, isn't it? I, I mean, said it... this at the start of the season, like... <clears throat> He's not captain material. He's fucking yeah. gash. He, he's almost perfect captain for that club because no one likes <laughs> no one likes Man U and he's no one likes Bruno a, Fernandez. But he's he's a fucking prick. Like, he's a flat trap bully. Yes, uh, I, it's exactly exactly what I think I, I said last week or the other week. It, Man U fans for some reason absolutely love him and rave about him. Do you know why? He, because well, they're fucking idiots. Well, there is that as well, but he does exactly the same thing that Carl described Alex Iwobi doing. When yeah. the game's not going his way, he runs around a lot. Yeah. And he looks like he's making effort. And nine out of ten football fans, I'm really sorry if you, you listen to this, <laughs> if you think that a player running around is a good indicator of, of a good player, it fucking isn't. It yeah. really isn't. You like Alex Iwobi, Chris? No, but for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he wasn't our fucking captain um, but that's what Bruno Fernandes does he sucks all game and he just runs around and he's got, he thinks if he I does, run around they'll think he'll, yeah. everyone will think I'm a good player that's that, yeah. that's, that's shit as a captain cause that's, no, if I, that's I, I the standard you, by the way. That, yeah. Yeah, if that's the standard for your captain fuck me Hitler could buy your club and he wouldn't do anything <laughs> oh. things won't get any worse <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I was thinking about this, and I was going to ask all of you guys a question, and Carl, I, I generally don't want you to think I'm taking the piss, like, right, but I'm an Arsenal fan, right? If I think back a few years ago, man, man, you know they do these combined 11s and whatever, mm. right? Not a single one of them dickheads would get into our first team. No, I, I don't think they, I don't yeah. think they'd even get into our squad. Sorry, I'm pretty sure none of them would get into yours at the moment. Not a single, not a single one would I have in our first yeah. team. And Dave, I'm pretty sure the same for you. I'd have Varane over Lascelles. I'm just saying, but like, <laughs> you know, and and I did think about. Oh, I, I I didn't want to ask Carl and think I was taking the piss because, but I'd I'd still think that your the players you've got at Everton would show more fight if they than that Man United I'd rather, team. I'd, I'd rather have Calvin Lewin. Than most of their forwards, like yeah. all of their forwards, yeah. the yeah. like. Well, don't get me wrong. I think I think there's some of those players who could probably do a good job as squad players for some teams. You know, I don't think Harry Maguire's as bad as people make out. And Nana does seem to be having a good game. You know, he made seven saves in, in, in this game. He made a yeah. save from, from a Harland header, which was ridiculous. But no, it was yeah. good save. That to be fair, that was yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't get me wrong. I kind of do. I kind of like McTominay in a, in a way. He's not you a Man United quality player, but he's doing all right, isn't he? Um, what, yeah. one, one thing I will say, did anyone know that Mason Mount was on that pitch second half? <laughs> didn't I, help, I, I, I'd forgotten that Mason Mount was playing, that played for Man United now. He never seems to start, does he? And he come off the bench and had a typical Mason Mount game, did fuck all. 65 million. 65 million. He's, he's like totally lost his way, hasn't he? I mean, I, I know people didn't rate him anyway, but I, I always quite liked him in a way like he's never you know, he kind of knit things together quite well for England for a while um, and at Chelsea well he was kind of like 
in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man was king, and that was him. But <laughs> um, but since the, since the last probably couple of seasons, he's just been out, hasn't he? Like, he's just yeah. nothing. Uh, I read a thing in midweek about like, like the whole Ajax situation because they're bottom of the area division. Yes. And, and people are asking, like, these are the guys in the Champions League like semi-final a couple of seasons ago, what's happened? And they made a big point out. He wasn't a grad. This was it hasn't been a quick thing. This has been a gradual process going on since Ten Hag was at the club. Because <laughs> we, I'm pretty sure we all sat on this show like at the start of the season, thinking, oh yeah, you know, kind of buying into the media thing. Oh, you know, Ten Hag. He had. I said it. He had. Look what he did with that Ajax team. And I'm starting to think that he didn't do. It. He he he's not started this at Ajax, but he just happened to take over an Ajax team that was very very good. And then he's left, and then kind of just thought, well, I bluffed it with these lads before, you know, Anthony and that lot have carried me before, so maybe we can blag it here in Manchester as well. And the wheels have come off at both ends now, because yeah, I actually think him a better trace. And, and, and Man United, Jesus Christ, holy console, sure has a better record than this one. Do, do generally, can I ask you all the questions? Do you generally think he's actually that bad? Who? Ten Hag, I mean. I, uh, I actually don't think he is. I don't he's making some mad decisions. I don't think he's yeah. done it. I don't think he's done anything. I think his hands are tied slightly. But... Hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like he's he's been there eighteen months now, and he did, they haven't really done anything. I think. Well, they've, yeah, they, if anything, they've they've got worse this season than they were last season. Will he sack like, them Yeah. yeah. I think they will. I, I think if I think if Jim I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think he starts the next. I don't think he's there next season. I think if they get this, definitely last the season. I'm 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 unsure of the way they're playing right now. I think if this Ratcliffe fellow gets in and gets to control football operations, whatever the fuck that means, um, I think <laughs> he's bound to replace the manager if results don't mm. go their way. It's the simplest thing to do, isn't it? It's always the same when anyone new comes in. Yeah, um, so that's that's that squad's going to take some rebuilding again. Who's, Without who's some sort of... Who's signing who, sorry? Who's signing any of them? Oh. Well, all the Dutch players, Ted Hag and everyone else, who knows? Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. They're going to they're gonna lose money on all their signings. Yeah. So there's a few... I say McTominay, Maguire, they'll pop, you know, they, they could go to mid-table Premier League teams. Like, no problem. Maguire should have went to West Ham when he had... Should have done. Yeah, yeah. He, should, he, should have, he should have ran down the MC. He would have thrived from that team as well, because as you said, Chris, yeah. I, I don't actually think he's that bad. It's just he, you've got to play in a system that suits him. Yeah. 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 Um, Look how good he is for England. You can't argue he's very good for England. Mm-hmm. He, he, he suits that system. He doesn't suit a Man United. You know, and some of these decisions, like Ten Hag openly criticised him. Like, he hung, he hung Harry Maguire. Yeah, that's, that's he, he took the captain, captaincy off, off him. And suddenly, he's, he's their best defender at the moment, which isn't saying much, unfortunately. You know, so, so now he's, he's pinning all his hopes on Harry Maguire, who's keeping Varane out the side. You know. It kind of... It's getting the feeling of... Like, I certainly get a feeling of that he's, he's lost quite a few of those players in that dressing room. I think so as yeah. well. I, they're think, not, I think he's out of his depth and has completely lost yeah. one. They're, they're not, they're not fucking trying. Like they're just not. I mean, I, I know if you're playing, when you're not playing well, and you're against a, a team that's clearly much better than you, you know, it, it it can be draining. But it's a fucking derby game against you know your your local rivals. Run, trap back. Like yeah. Yeah. that's it. Been a disgrace this season. Put put him in an England top and, and he's <sighs> fine. But for Man U, I think I think he's been. I'd be fucking fuming with him if I was a Man U fan. I think there's like Rashford's a big one that stand out for me. He's been someone who doesn't 
isn't actually trying. Like I think as well, some of the fans were getting on his back a bit on Sunday as well, which is you know probably saying the worm turn. But if you're in that dressing room and you're Rashford, and let's say you're mate with someone like Jaden Sancho. Are yeah. you really going to be, are you really going to be trying your bollocks off? I mean, I'm just like, assuming exactly. that Rashford and Sancho have spent some time together in England and stuff. Like, mm. you can't kid me that like that doesn't go unnoticed. Like, your, your mate's being ostracised because he didn't do press up whatever the fuck it was. Like, and then you've got Anthony, who's the manager's lad, who's uh, well under investigation for all sorts of stuff. And it's like, ah, well, you've, you've done your two games out the team. Come back in. Everything's fine. Um, that's weird to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think without unless something drastically changes, whether that's manager, new owners, you know, you know a complete change in performance levels, if things are kind of stay as, as they're going, I can't see any way how they'll even make the top six this season. Yeah, I don't. It's a it's a culture thing, and I think unfortunately, it's easy to blame the the owners for that culture, and to a degree, they are culpable to a degree because they're allowing it to go on oh yeah and they but they you know they have contributed to it yeah but i don't think changing the owners fixes the problems that club oh no unfortunately it's it's that rotten there at the moment the the only way you are going what's going to happen is ten hogs going to go and they're going to have to bring in like somebody who is mr man united steve bruce steve bruce steve bruce Yes, that's how stupid it's getting. They would have to bring somebody, somebody in to bring in, you know, this this Man United culture that we all are used to from the the, the 90s and early 2000s. That's that's what it's going to take. I tell you what, what, what if they'll I need to do. get that job, I will pass out. Now, uh, I mean, <laughs> Wayne, 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 Wayne Rooney will be out of your job in a, in a couple of weeks, so so they can they can get him. <laughs> Hey, you leave Wazza alone, all right? Uh, I can, can I tell you, Simon, please, I, have, I have nothing but love for the job Wayne Rooney's doing at Birmingham City <laughs> at the moment. It is fucking delicious, and I can't, I, I'm struggling to, to take in another bite of just how gorgeous it is, what's happening, and I piss out some of the football club. <laughs> do, you know who, do you know who they'll give the job to if they go down that room? Go he's, already, he's already at the club. Darren, 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 Fletcher. Fletcher. <laughs> Darren Fletcher, Mr. Man United, apparently. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he's like technical director, isn't he? Or, yeah. or they'll, they'll, they'll ruin Michael Carrick's career by, by getting him in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Surely not. To be fair, Alex Ferguson's got some extra time on his hands, hasn't he? he, Wait, he honestly, I don't know why he retired. He's, he's there every game. He never misses a yeah, kick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, might as well, he might as well go in. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say anymore. They're just, it's just wild. I mean, I, I would even think to put Roy Keane in charge. I'd pay to see that. Oh, oh God. God. yes, please. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. There's an Amazon him. documentary there. Yeah. there. Oh, no. imagine, imagine him going up to like Anthony going right here. Uh, yeah, your shit. Uh, <laughs> and Harry, get out. Oh, no, no. Take them gloves off. <laughs> Get Roy Keane in my that's, that's my position. But you might be good then, though. Yeah, that's the problem. They might actually improve. Uh, yeah. Probably they're, they're not, yeah. not scared enough. I'd sign up for 10 years of Amazon Prime. Oh. For one episode of that documentary. Oh, that'd be, that'd be delicious as the sound. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Uh, oh well, good. Funny, isn't it? 
Oh. What's happening at that club? I love it. Every every week it gets worse. Yeah. It's 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 basically this season. Or the last 18 months is Man U and Chelsea trying to outbat shit each other. But the problem is Man United will still somehow finish fourth or something. That's the weird thing. That's it. They do, they do find a way to get results. And games have no... like. If you think they've, only, they've won five, lost five this season. The five they've won. Brentford, they were battered for 90 minutes, scored twice in injury time. Forest, they were 2-0 down, I want to say, at home. Yeah. Yep. Chef United, if Oli McBurney, let's think in, if he doesn't go off injured, they lose that game. Because he, <laughs> he was having he was having the time of his life, and then he got injured. Um, and then, obviously, Dallow scored past old Chris back at hands, right? That's three games out off the top of my head. Burnley away, they didn't play that well. Scratted it, well, good, good goal, but... Um, Did they know. beat Wolves? That was... Yeah, the yeah. Wolves went. Anana decided to play cannonball in the last minute. And the ref like, yeah. you know what? It's fine. Let that, I'm gonna let that slide. So that's five wins. How many does it deserve? Fucking none, right? Yeah, yeah. That, well, that, that's why I, I, I think they, they they will finish outside the top six. I know, like you kind of said, they always you know, seem seem to find a way and somehow managed to do it last season. But the other teams in the chasing pack have just got so much better over, yeah. over well, last that's year. It. You, you look at current form and stuff and you would say there's absolutely not a hope and health chance of finishing above you, Si. Like, it's absolute yeah. ch- chalk and oh, cheese okay. in, in every sense. Like, yeah. Some would have to go horrendously wrong. Well, they've got Fulham next weekend in the early kick-off. Who have? Man United. Oh. At I'm Fulham. Having a, I'm having a lot in on Saturday. At Fulham, yeah. Uh, At Fulham. Well, that could be got, fun. And then they've got Luton at home. And then they've got the mighty softies at Goodison. Ah, you can soften them up. That's three then... wins for United, then. That's it, aye. Uh, <laughs> Champions League contenders next time we speak. <laughs> United. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Let's wrap it up there. We've got uh, some white-hot Football League Cup action um, during the week, which I'm sure Chris and the gang will cover on extra time, including but not limited to the mighty Magpies at Old Trafford, um, the mighty Everton at home to Burnley, uh, the mighty Gunners away at West Ham. Sai, what are you up to this week? Having <laughs> 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 I mean, a, a week off for, for a change, you know, for, for, for give the little guys a chance to shine. <laughs> I thought you were referring to your little guys there, but then we'll not go down that We'll not go down that. We'll not go down that road this time. Yeah, that, that, that's man on the post triple X. Oh, <laughs> right. How are Vin Diesel? You go first. What? Where can people find you? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's a compliment or if that's a really, really horrific insult. So I'm, I'm going to take it. You've been nice to me. Uh, yeah. So on Twitter or X or I don't know what it's called. It's at Sire Regan and the Holtcast podcast and the website seventy five hundred to holtz.com. It was Vin Diesel in Triple X, wasn't it? Yeah, it was indeed. Yeah. Oh, good. See, he's bald. Nice one. That's a fil- See, it, it works on so many levels. Aye. Aye. Right. Uh, Chris. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Tinder, Bumble, all of those great things, um, uh, and, and uh, on Twitter, X, whatever it's called, the XIX Blue Wolf XIX. Sensational, Carl, man of the people. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I, I actually haven't done anything on my blog since I. Well, what's, what's, what's wrong with you? 
know. Busy parent, no? Been looked after me, child. But if you do want it, I, I am um, in the middle of my letter Y, which you'll all find amusing. It's actually called "You Name Them, We Made Them." So if you want to catch that, at Tixie uh, on at Tixie on Twitter or X or Triple X. Hey, we everything. You can find me on Twitter at slash X at CM9798. Uh, and the website is cm9798.co.uk. We're currently running a vote for your favourite CM9798 players of all time. Uh, so just Alex Iwobi. Alex Iwobi, who was not born then, probably. Um, Tommy's been the last, surely. Well, get your vote in. It's like Eurovision-style voting, so you can give 12 points to Tommy and 10 points to Alex Iwobi, if that's what you want to do. Um, you can find the show on X, Twitter, etc., at Man on the Post. Uh, you can find us on all your favourite podcast places, including Amazon Music, which is good, if you like that. Um, but, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time and amusement this week. Thank you. Uh, thank you. So we'll also be back next week. Uh, have a wonderful week. Uh, always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>